Hello, and welcome to Heaven's Point of View with BJ. We pray that you are blessed by today's program. And now, here's BJ. All right, let's get into the word this morning. Um, I I know the title is kind of weird. The title says, uh, what did I tell you? Botched hair and crazy eyelashes. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you this morning for this time to come with my friends and just talk about the goodness of who you are. And Lord, I ask that the word this morning be encouragement and a reminder of how important it is to keep our heart and our mind steadfast on you and following in your steps. And Lord, we thank you for it. We ask that you bless everyone that is listening. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we are going to be coming from 1 Kings chapter 9 this morning. And I'm just going to read a little bit. Um, This is the Lord talking to Solomon. And it says, And it came to pass when Solomon finished the building of the house of the Lord and the king's house, and all Solomon's desire, which he was pleased to do. The Lord appeared to Solomon the second time, as he appeared unto him at Gibeon. And the Lord said unto him, I have heard your prayer and your supplication that you have made before me. I have hallowed this house, which you have built to my name there forever, and my eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. And if you will walk before me as David, your father walked in integrity of heart and in uprightness to do all according to all that I have commanded you and will keep my statutes and my judgment, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom upon Israel forever. As I promised to David, your father saying, there shall not fail you a man upon the throne of Israel. But if you shall at all turn from following me, you and your children, and will not keep my commandments and my statutes, which I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them. Then will I cut off Israel out of the land which I have given them, and this house which I have hallowed for my name will I cast out of my sight, and Israel shall be a proverb and a byword among all the people. So this um, story about Solomon you know, it always amazed me that Solomon would do so much for the kingdom and still turn to other gods, you know, know the God of Israel and turn to other gods. And then, you know, the Lord's really quick to show me, you know, how much we all are like Solomon, how we can tend to, you know, we fall in love with Jesus and we we do all that, you know, he's asking us to do and we we do it by faith and we you know all these things but then we stray off and we get caught up in our other gods you know whether it's um, social media or uh, fashion or our children or our jobs or whatever it is whatever that thing is that's drawing you away you know, sports you know whatever it is we our focus and our attention gets caught up on that and we lose sight 
of God. And, you know, Solomon, Brother Swagger says they believe that he eventually repented. Um, and he, I haven't studied that myself, but he says in Second Chronicles, there's evidence that um, Solomon repented uh, toward the end of his life. And um, I tend to believe that he did. He has several books that he wrote that are in the Bible. And I believe that he he would have um, repented. But um, just the fact that he would bring and introduce other gods into Israel um, was amazing to me. And God's word was very specific of, you know, what to do, what not to do. And you know, we can tell our kids these same things, right? We tell them, you know, do not go into this room and watch television. It's time for you to get your chores done, okay? And you leave the house and you come home and you find them running out of the living room and turning TV off and their work isn't done. And that's because of a direct disobedience to God. Others that have... Um, done that in the word. Jonah is, of course, another famous um, Bible story of where God told Jonah to do something and Jonah did not want to do it. So Jonah ended up <laughs> being thrown overboard out of a boat and swallowed by a fish um, and then vomited up on shore. Just that alone makes me want to follow God's word. <laughs> so, you know, it's just like, wow. Um, so, you know, and even, even after going through all that, he really, his heart was so hardened that he still didn't want to do what God told him to do, even though he did it. Reluctantly, he did it. And a lot of times in life, we find ourselves in situations and we wonder how we get there and what what did we do that, you know, caused all of this? And a lot of times it's because we did not listen to the Lord. We did not do what he asked us to do. A lot of times we, we get caught up in, you know what, maybe I could just do this part of what he says and not the other part because I don't really want to do that part. I want to do my own thing. And the Lord wants us to learn how to listen without asking questions sometimes, you know, without without questioning them, just by faith, trusting him. You know how <laughs> I didn't do this. Um, I never said why to my mom. Not ever did I ever <laughs> say why <laughs> when my mom asked me to do something. Um, but my grandkids and my children we say, well, why do I have to do that? Well, why do I have to do that? Because I said so. Because I said so. That's why. Just do it because I asked you to do it and do it now, you know? And a lot of times the reason why we say that some of the time is because it's too long to go into the long thing of why I want them to do it because I need this done. And if you don't do it this way, this is going to happen. And, it, you know, or if it's for their own safety, it's, it's hard to go down through the whole thing and say, well, because if you don't do this, 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 and this, you could possibly get this, this, and this, this. <laughs> Instead you say, because I said so, because you need to learn how to trust 
that when I'm telling you something, it's for your good and have faith in the fact that it's for your good. And so when God asks us to do something, we have to trust him and know that it's for our good. He's not doing this to punish us or to, to keep us from good things. No, God wants to give us good things. He wants to bless us with good things. But we have to walk a life of obedience. And in that life of obedience, sometimes, yes, he does give us an explanation. It doesn't happen with me very often. <laughs> I don't get explanations very often. I usually get, I want you to do this. And then I see the fruit of it afterwards. And I'm like, oh, that's why. That's why he said no on this. That's why he said, do this or go here and go there. And so um, we have to be very mindful of that. The, the haircut thing, the reason why I titled this Botched Hair and Crazy Eyelashes, I have to tell you all this story. About four weeks ago, I went to, I was in Ulta shopping, getting some makeup items that I needed. And while I was in there, I was like, you know, I really need to get my neck trimmed up and around my ears trimmed up because I like it, you know, real smooth and, and neat, you know, and it is getting, beginning to curl up and flip up around the edges. So I'm like, they've got a hair place in the back, you know, maybe they can just trim it up. It takes all of five minutes, right? So I go back there and sure enough, they had a spot available. And so I sat down in the chair and I said, I said, all I want is my neck trimmed up and around my ears, just clean so that the hair's not hanging over top of my ears. As I like the length of everything else, I don't want it short. I don't need anything else done. And the young lady took the the razor and she before I could even blink, she went, Vroom! and I went, what are you doing? <laughs> and she goes, oh, you didn't want me to do that? Like, no, that's not what I said. That's not what I said at all. Nope, not, not at all. <laughs> and so I'm trying to keep my face calm while the inside of me is like, going crazy because now I've got a big old like to the skin shaved side here and oh my gosh it was awful so she goes around she's trying to make it work around the side and then she gets on the other side and it's just like it's just going crazy so then she's like well this is longer than this. And so I'm going to try to trim this. And then she cuts a big old chunk about that big with scissors right out the temple of my hair. I was like, I said, we need to stop. You need to stop. And she said, I'm going to, I'm going to go get my manager to see if she can help me. And so her manager comes back and she has to cut my whole head because she's got to try to make it blend. And so my hair went shorter than I wanted it and sides were all messed up. There's gaps. I had to, I had to work some wonders for Sunday service. I was very upset. And all I asked her to do was trim up my neck and around the ears. And I got a botched, <laughs> a botched hairdo. I was mad. I asked her to do one thing. And one thing only, and she did not follow my instructions, which she did was she thought what I might want. 
and then tried to give me that. And that's not what I wanted. And a lot of times we come to God and we think we know what God wants. And so we just, we assume without asking him, oh, well, maybe this is what he means. No, that's not what he means. He means to do this by the letter. When he was telling Jonah to go to Nineveh, he meant, Jonah, I want you to go to Nineveh. I don't want you to go over here to Tarshish. I want you to go to Nineveh. I want you to get on the boat and go to Nineveh. And Jonah's like, I don't want to go to Nineveh. Maybe I can go over here and I can minister for God and win these people for Jesus and all this and 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 not go over here where where those people are. I don't I don't like those people. So I don't want to go to those people. Why would God tell me to go to those people that I don't even like when I can go to these people that I do like and win them for God? You know? We get to to thinking in our heads and, and coming up with our own ideas of, you know, how God wants us to do these things. If God's called you to minister to somebody, he's called you to minister to that somebody. You know, well, well, if I win five others to Christ here, does that make up for the fact that I didn't listen to God when he told me to go over here? Um, I don't know. You're going to have to ask God that, right? <laughs> so when God asks us to do something, he wants us to do exactly that. That same week that I got my hair done, that was just a bad day for, bad week for getting stuff done. <laughs> I wanted to have some um, false lashes put in, but I just wanted a little bit right on the edges um, just to fill in some gaps. And this girl gave me these ginormous eyelashes from here to here. <laughs> I looked like a clown. It was ridiculous. I was so upset. All I asked for was just a few lashes in the corners. When she kept going, I'm like, well, what are you doing? She said, well, I'm trying to fill them in. So against my better judgment, I just let it go. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh my goodness. And then I didn't want to tell the girl how awful they were and how much I hated them. <laughs> so I went home for the next three days. I'm trying to pull these things out of my eyes because I look ridiculous. It was not going to go on television looking like that because she didn't listen. She didn't do what I asked her to do when I walked in there. And God's asking us to read his word and we pull out a devotional. God's asked us to give in the offering, tithes and offerings, but we do tithe or offering. God's telling us to go minister to our family, but we're estranged from our family and we don't want to be around our family, so we don't go minister to them. God's asking us to be faithful in church and we're missing church for ball games and for carting the kids here and there. God's asked us to, to start a ministry and we said no. <laughs> we don't want to start a ministry because that takes too much time and you have to deal with this and you have to deal with that or I don't have the, the finances or I'm afraid. God has called us to do things in our lives and in our with our families and our spouses. Um, maybe he's asked you to forgive, to forgive someone and you just refuse to do it. What happens is when we listen to God, the blessings abound. In Deuteronomy 28, 
God lists all of the blessings that was going to come upon Israel when they followed his word, when they did what he asked them to do. And then God provided us <clears throat> with a new covenant that he said is better than that old covenant. And his blessings are greater for us even now, today. And But the law still applies as far as good and bad. When we're following God's word, blessings are going to follow us. And when we are not following God's word, destruction is going to follow us. And things aren't going to line up. They're not going to go well because we've chosen not to do exactly what God has called us to do. And when he tells us to do something, it's to the letter that he wants us to do it. Now, I believe that God understands that we in our human flesh, we will fail him and he will give us another chance to make it right and to do it the right way. Just as he gave Jonah another chance to do what he told him to do. He didn't allow the fish to consume him. He allowed the fish to carry him as a boat, <laughs> take him where he was supposed to go and drop him off. And then he gave him the choice to follow his word. And Jonah did. And God did what he wanted to do in that town. God sent us to do things, to go places, um, to give, to be somewhere. And, and, and we've allowed our mind, our fear, our doubt to get in the way. And I want to encourage you today. Be like Noah. When God told Noah to build an ark in an area where there was no water. And be steadfast and preach to the people that water was coming, even though there wasn't a cloud in the sky. Let's be like Noah. Let's have faith in God that we know and we trust that if he tells us to do something crazy, <laughs> he has a purpose for it. He has a reason for us to do that. And, you know, if Brother Swigert had said, well, to start a, a whole network, oh my goodness, do you know how old I am? How am I going to do this? I'm going to leave that for the, the younger guys to do when they get, you know, here. I, I'm going to let them handle that. What would have happened? You know, we, we would have missed out on a lot. A lot of you would have never come to know God in the way that you know him. So we have to realize that there's a reason and a purpose in everything that God is telling us to do. And even if it sounds crazy, God tells you to call that person that you haven't talked to in six years because of a falling out. And God tells you to call them and you're thinking, well, if I call them, they're going to think I'm crazy. They're going to cuss me out. They're not going to want to talk to me. They're going to hang up. They're not going to answer whatever things that the enemy might want to put in your head. If God said, call them, call them, do it. Don't question it. Just have faith and believe that if God's telling you to do this, and you'll know if God's telling you to do it, you know, just know that God's going to handle it. God's going to make it right. So we want to do exactly what God's called us to do. If he's telling you to get up at four in the morning, 
to read his word, get up at four in the morning. There's a reason. There's a purpose for it. I can't remember who it was. Oh, one of the ladies at, at the um, conference was talking about how the Lord had um, required her to spend this time in the word and worship when she thought she should be going and doing something else and and didn't know that the Lord had her interceding for one of her loved ones who was whose life was about to be in danger. If she had not listened, if she had not done it, that child could be dead today. If she had not followed the word of the Lord to the letter and done exactly what God told her to do, her child would be dead today. How many times has God woken us in the more up in the middle of the night and we know that God's awakened us and we lay there and we go, okay, Lord, whatever it is, uh, bless them and keep them safe. And we go back to sleep and God's wanting us to get up and go intercede for somebody. There's a lot of, lot of things there. And I know there's a lot of, you know, I gave you a lot of examples, but I know that the Lord is speaking to some of us that there's a specific thing that he has asked you to do and he wants you to do it. You don't want to walk around with botched hair and crazy eyelashes like I did for a week. <laughs> so let's follow the word to the letter. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this word. And I ask that you would encourage those that are listening. That it's not too late to do what you've asked them to do. It's not too late to go where you've asked them to go. It's not too late for them to be who you've asked them to be. And Lord, I ask that you would give them the courage and the faith to believe your word, to believe and trust that, that this is you and that you would um, lead them and that you would guide them in everything that you've called them to do, that you will provide what is needed to be provided for, whether it's finances or vehicles or um, knowledge wisdom, whatever it is, Lord, you will provide it. And I thank you for that, Lord. Lord, I pray for my friends who are dealing with illnesses today and their loved ones who are sick and in the hospital or um, dealing with chronic diseases or chronic illnesses, Father. I pray that you would be the healer in their body. Father, that you would touch them from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, Father that your anointing would flow over top of them, Father, and that they would be completely and totally healed, Lord, not for their glory, but for your glory and for your presence, Lord. Father, for those who have financial problems and issues right now, Lord, I ask that you would make it clear to them the reasons why their finances are lacking. If it's um, because of a lack of giving, um, a lack of following your word, Lord, show them and give them faith to believe, to give where you've asked them to give. Lord, I ask that you would increase their finances, that you will open doors that would provide finances from unexpected areas, unexpected people, Lord God, that they would find money on the ground. You you can feed us. You can <laughs> you can provide it wherever and however you want it, Lord. If they are hungry today, Lord, I ask that you would send somebody to the house with a box of groceries, Lord, 
to, to minister to them, to encourage them, Father. Lord, those that are dealing with mental issues, um, mental illness, suicidal thoughts, um, anorexia, bulimia, uh, all the things that the enemy might be trying to bring against them, depression, Lord, we pray for them today that you would bring healing, that you would bring peace, that you would bring clarity to their lives, Father, that you would show them that you love them, that you care, and there is a purpose for their life. There is a purpose that they would not be here if it wasn't for your plan. Lord, I thank you that you will bring people into their lives to lift them up, to help them, to, to walk alongside them, to encourage them. Father, I ask that the Holy Spirit would surround them and keep them today, Lord God. I thank you for it, Jesus. Bless their day today, Lord. Provide every need, whether it's of the heart, of the mind, of the spiritual or physical, Lord. I ask that you would provide it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about BJ Ministries, you can go to www.bjministries.com. We look forward to being with you again next week.